0: I'm Jordan Ferguson,
1: and I'm Caitlin McKinnon,
0: and you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Geek Down Podcast, the show where two friends and fellow nerds sit in front of microphones to try and figure out where their fandoms intersect. My name is Caitlin McKinnon.
0: My name is Jordan Ferguson.
1: This is episode one sixty-seven.
0: Feels like heaven. It's one sixty-seven.
1: Um, my birthday is in twenty days. Well, nineteen technically.
0: Twenty days.
1: Nineteen technically. <laughs>
0: nineteen technically.
1: It's on the twentieth. Don't forget.
0: How how old are we going to be this year? I'm going to be 33. 33. Yeah. The Larry Bird of ages.
1: But nobody believes that I'm turning 33, so that's good, I guess. So
0: baby-faced.
1: I found my first silver hair. I was fucking excited. I took it off my head and put it somewhere.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. You you complain all the time about your big round face, but your big round face is like just expanding all of the wrinkles. You A smaller face would be accumulating.
1: Right? If I was skinnier- I would have way more wrinkles.
0: That's what I tell myself all the time. But
1: because I'm so chubby, I just keep on putting cake <laughs> just, in. It. it just keeps on <laughs> spreading them out.
0: <laughs> cake. Not just for birthdays, y'all. No. If this sounds like the type of hilarity, because it is hilarious, that you would like in your life every week, we understand. That's why we offer you ways that you can have it in your life. SoundCloud.com slash Geek
1: That is where the show lives.
0: Just hanging, chilling, waiting, waiting for that cooler climate to start rolling in.
1: Oh, Yeah. Although,
0: really have nothing to complain about lately. Not right now. <laughs> so it's been a whack ass summer yeah. for most of y'all,
1: and I, and I'm wearing jogging pants, so like basically that's pretty good.
0: I'm in track shorts, but not like you know, sweltering and wanting to murder the person to my right or for da- bringing her heat blast <laughs> vagina into my apartment.
1: It's true, I can't help it. If you hit subscribe on SoundCloud.com, yes, you can follow us. Yes, which means you don't have to go to SoundCloud; it will let you know.
0: SoundCloud will let you know, or if you look us up in your Audio device of choice, wherever you get your audio content.
1: Stitcher, Apple Podcasts,
0: Google Play, all those places. That's, I haven't checked to see if Spotify's finally gotten over themselves yet. Probably not. And we'll let SoundCloud play nice with them, but maybe one day Spotify, but not now. But there are so many ways you can have it brought to you every week on the back of a rainbow Pegasus unicorn of friendship named Philip. That is your man.
1: Chauncey, the III, Geek Down Internet Elf.
0: Bringing it. To you each and every week, smashing it into your ear hole, but nicely and gently. If you would like to contact us for any reason because you have questions, you're new, you're like, what is an internet elf?
1: Also, uh, how do I get a ride on Philip? <laughs> oh my you, God. You don't?
0: We, st- <laughs> <laughs> we start selling rides on Philip. Oh my God, we have untapped revenue streams. <laughs> why, why have we not been pimping up Philip? Um, if you. <laughs> If you'd like to coach us on how to further diversify our portfolio through equine prostitution. Wow. You can do that on any of our socials, primarily Twitter. Get up off Twitter. At Geek Down Pod, Email us, Facebook. It's
1: not nice. To who? To
0: Facebook. Why do I care what Facebook is? And does? all the
1: people who use Facebook, namely me. I am the only person who uses Facebook. You,
0: your racist uncle, and some Russian bots. That's all who's left on Facebook.
1: It's true, really. Girl. I've made friends you with those gotta, Russian bots.
0: We gotta work on that.
1: They just want to be free. Actually, <laughs> as we know, we'll talk about this a little later. I have started to dip a whole ankle into the Twitterverse. She's,
0: she's out in a. She's out here. Yeah, getting out here in these streets, y'all.
1: Uh, but we will talk about that later. At her. At me. Uh, first though, it's old lady Kate. Um, first though.
0: Did you seriously change your name to that?
1: Well, no, that's oh. my Twitter name.
0: No, but like, yeah, your Twitter name is, that, is Old Lady Kate? Yeah. That's amazing. I didn't even know you did that.
1: What? Wow.
0: I didn't. Oh. Wasn't, wasn't it like Katie Mac for the longest time? But, no,
1: no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. So you have a title.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what I changed. Oh.
0: But like the at, it's ad like is. Katie Mac. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but your display name yeah.
1: is Old is Lady, Lady Kate. Kate. Right. Um, however, before we get into all of that fun stuff, uh, talking about diversifying our portfolio... If you feel like you would like to contribute financially to this endeavor, please do so on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash geekdownpod. Or, if you're like, you know what, having a tough time with commitment, just got out of a messy breakup, don't want to do it for this podcast. Listen,
0: start of the school year coming up, it's September 1st as we're recording this, and like... For me, that was always, I always considered that the actual start of the year. Absolutely. For me, I don't consider January 1st the new year. I consider yeah. now the new year. So you want to, you're out there, you want to try new things, do new things. But you're scared of commitment. Listen, you're going to school, you're starting, maybe maybe you're a maybe you're freshman. Oh, yeah. Time to start rebranding. Time to start being the person you always knew you could be. You don't want to be tied down with a monthly commitment. No. We get that.
1: Yeah. So
0: maybe you just want to, you know, buy us a coffee.
1: We'd appreciate that. Or a tea. Or a tea. But you can do that at Kofi. fi Coffee. Ko- how am I supposed to pronounce it?
0: I think they want it to be coffee, but...
1: Coffee.com forward slash geekdownpod.
0: Down Pod. kof slash Geek Three bucks. That's it. That's it.
1: And if you're paying an American, not even three bucks.
0: Barely. It's three bucks Canadian.
1: Yeah. Ridiculous.
0: If you were worried that maybe, you know, there wasn't any room left on the Patreon option, though... Plenty of room there. Oh, yeah. Plenty Tons. of room. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of vacancies.
1: Yeah. It's to be on the VIP list, really. Fear, fear not. <laughs> Thank you to all our Patreon subscribers. We really appreciate it. And everyone who has bought us a coffee, we also really appreciate it. Anybody out there who just wants to, like, give us a wave or say hello, you don't have to do those things. Just get at us.
0: Like we said earlier, summer's over. You're getting back into your routine. Yeah. You just want to know your friends are still there. mean, you haven't talked to all summer. We're your friends. We're, We're still here. here. We're here. Doing the damn thing. Um, one last bit of preamble here before we further commence with the episode, y'all. Life's a little hectic. Yeah. For your BFS right now. Yeah. Your man's is like working Monday to Friday. His co lead went to Greener Pastures. Yep. His bank account is going to love this. His spirit
1: and, and his and, physical and his, and his being back, and
0: his back as he slowly <laughs> morphs into a walking piece of beef jerky. <laughs> likes this a little less. Your girls mm-hmm. is entering what they call startup. Start of the school year. She mm-hmm. works in education. Start of the school year. Very busy. Basically means work started two days ago and stops mid-November, perhaps?
1: Uh, it's the crazy period just lasts till about the end of September. Ah. I am also uh, happy to announce that I am starting a new job at that time as well, so things will be busy for a little while. Um, All of this is to say episodes... Might actually be uh, a little shorter.
0: I feel like we said this before, but we're aiming to shave the runtime down a little bit in future episodes. So what was once Amy, an hour 20 might shave down to a smooth 45. We'll see. We'll see. We'll tr- we're
1: we're going to keep on trying. So, if it doesn't, we don't hit it this week, expect it maybe in future weeks to sort of be shaved a little bit.
0: Just, you know, a little if, trim. Just, you know, we want to be transparent with y'all. Yeah. So, that's that's the state of where we're at right now. Kate. Yes. I've had dilemmas. Oh, you please. haven't been here. I've been saving this dilemma for you so we can talk about this in real time.
1: And it is specifically a dilemma, not a quibble.
0: It's a dilemma. Dilemma. It's okay. not a quibble. All right. Related to a certain topic in my life. That most of my dilemmas are about Oh my god I got record problems <laughs> Which we call the sickness So I guess you could call this segment
1: The sound of sickness It's a new Amazing. drop Yeah it is new um, drop.
0: Friends if you're new Going to Japan next year
1: Yeah We know this Very exciting
0: We have started briefly Thinking about planning a mm-hmm. little bit
1: mm-hmm.
0: How many records do we really want to buy While we're over there Right. can we find a bag to accommodate this right do we need a backpack should probably get a backpack, you should get a backpack. never really been a backpack person backpack, heavy
1: backpack. <laughs>
0: heavy backpack advocate to my oh, right here
1: very much so never leaves home without a backpack and you need both straps so that it helps your back Oh,
0: well, absolutely but, but i do a side strap don't want to look like i'm on the short bus while wearing it properly so it's been a it's been a bit of a search
1: no, you look like a professional gentleman buying records. I don't
0: want a fucking Jansport on my back is what I'm saying. Like, uh, yes. like something a little classier. Right. Um, and but, it has
1: to be big enough to accommodate records and not squish them.
0: And But also be multi-purpose. Of course. You can find DJ backpacks. Those yeah. are all out there. But I want something to like where I can securely put my phone or a notebook or other things. Or God forbid, I want this to serve as also like my carry on slash personal item right. on the plane. Of course. So I'm trying to find that sweet spot. It's been a little rough. Anyway, we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about the fact that I have begun drafting the master list. These are the records I am looking for. Okay. In Japan. Yeah. No one would be surprised to learn that the top four, Spacey, Tatsuya Yamashita. Yep. Circus Town, Tatsuro Yamashita. Yep. Monochrome, Monaka Yoshida. Yep. Twilight Zone, Monaka Yoshida. Okay. Those are the top four.
1: Yeah. I'll
0: tell you that story to tell you this one. September is a big month in the Toronto crate digging community. Of course. We will recall, if you've been a longtime listener around this time last year, I was talking about the Cratery Record Exchange. Yeah. Which was the, the biggest of the big. If you were Records you will never see in your life basically it's like you know we talk about cosmos this is like cosmos in the size of like a warehouse and it's like people i only know from instagram come through to this thing right to sell records or to dj or whatever and it's also as we establish very oh so much penis um
1: <laughs> uh, be- <laughs> too much penis one would say
0: <laughs> i might say um oh no the one of the headliners djing is a lady i don't remember her name but
1: well that's nice um, she probably has terrible reviews from white guys <laughs>
0: <laughs> they branch it out though um all that is to say I've seen some of these sellers now. Two of these records, Caitlin. Yeah. Spacey by Tatsuro Yamashita Uh and Circus Town by Tatsuro Yamashita. Yeah. Will both be offered at the Cratery Record Exchange. Great. By these sellers. I have inquired as to the price. Yes. Similar to what I would find on Discogs and even listed on Face Records Tokyo that they sell in store were I to find these records in store. Right. You know where this is going.
1: I know where this is going.
0: Do I buy records in Toronto that I was looking to get in Japan for the same price that I would find them for over there.
1: Yes. How is that? That was easy. <laughs> how How is that a discussion? It means you don't have to bring more stuff back or you have room for other albums that you weren't expecting.
0: Oh, That's, that's why she gets me off. Some people were saying, well, I'll put put a small wrinkle into this. Okay. All a right. tiny wrinkle. Tiny wrinkle. When you buy Japanese records, you know we have the OB. Yes. There's is the strip of paper down the side. Yes. I don't know how much the Spacey is going for yet. I know the Circus Town with Obi is 75. That's a done deal. Right. right. So I'll find out when the Cratery Record Exchange is, because we'll have to adjust recording, because I'm going. Right. Um, one of the other guys who's selling Spacey, he's having a pop-up in Kensington. Right. He's also going to be a Cratery, but he's having a pop-up in Kensington next Saturday.
1: Okay.
0: I don't know how much he's selling Spacey for yet, but it doesn't have the OB. Right. Do I still get it?
1: I mean, here's... It's a dilemma, obviously, because you are a if, if collector. Like, yes, if
0: it's like 110, 120, right. which is about what I would probably be looking to spend in Japan.
1: Here's the other part of it. say you find it in Japan and it's pristine and beautiful, you can still buy it. You just sell the other ones. <laughs> that's what everyone has said. That's how I knew.
0: That's why I knew my real writer dies. I was, I was talking to this guy at work who's like, super collector. All he does is buy, like, you know, four graphic novels every every week. Like, yeah. that's his jam. So I knew he's deep collector, and I'm breaking this all down. And He's like, he's "Like, well, if you see it in Japan, you just buy another one." <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, that went a lot. So I really thought you were going to come down on the like, you need the money for Japan, you need to eat.
1: No, like- because you've put money. You're putting money aside in this this trip. Yes, of course, it's to see Japan, and it's not the trip. This is not my trip. This is your trip. Your tri- trip is to see Tokyo, by and large, yeah. and to dig for records. Yes. But if you can find the records here, you're going to want to go there and be like, I won't really be able to find this stuff in North America for the same price or yep. just won't get my hands on. And the stuff you buy here, as long as it's close to the same price, means you have more options over there for what you bring back. Like, you might run into stuff that you didn't even know Oh, about. I
0: guarantee I will. Like, there could be shit in the fuck. I saw a fucking 45 on Instagram today that I'd never seen, didn't know it existed and I'm not even considering like there's probably fire in like dollar bins in Japan, like, yeah.
1: Because
0: that stuff never makes it over here because buyers and collectors aren't looking for it. Yeah, like, and
1: you have a very specific taste. You don't. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are like this album. You only pay for money for things not because you're a collector, but because it's on fire. Yes. Right. It's it's flames. It's as flames, it's y'all. Flames. <laughs> um. If it was a hundred and a hundred dollars and you didn't like that album no matter what everyone else said you wouldn't buy it
0: i'm actually having a struggle with that right now what because homeboy is uh the dude from uh who's selling circus town has another one yeah from a band called cosmos yeah has this fire boogie track on it that's kind of the only good song on it though
1: Yeah, but then... And
0: I know it's going to be, like, minimum $80, and, like... No. It's got a good cover, it looks good, but it's only got one fire track on it.
1: One fire track? Did you listen to all the tracks all the way through?
0: Not all the way through, but, I mean, virtual needle dropping, I have it on my laptop. I'm like, you know, like that's okay. If anything, they have an album that came out earlier that, by and large...
1: Is better. Is better, So, this is what I'm saying. Yes, it has one fire... One Flames track. Um, but there's another album that's cheaper that has even better. And that's, I think, what really distinguishes someone who's really interested in the music, not just the aesthetic. You're interested in both, yes. But you really have a love for the music.
0: Call that precision purchasing. Oh,
1: there you go. Um, Thanks,
0: friends. This has been...
1: The <laughs> of oh, dear.
0: Well, dilemma solved. See you all at the Cratery Record Exchange next weekend. Yeah. Anything you got popping off before we dig into some of this news?
1: Um, no, I don't collect no? anything. No, I
0: just in gen- your life, like in general.
1: Um, no. My- I mean, best friend Wren came down mm. to Hamilton.
0: Right. The host. Yeah. The host dad became the hoster. How'd that go?
1: Um, it it was okay. It started out good. We did, uh, they came Saturday, we did a couple things, like small things Saturday, Sunday we took them on a waterfall tour, it was pretty good, Um, and then on Monday, Ren got appendicitis and had to go to the hospital, we had to like rush her to emergency and had to get her appendix out and then spent the entire week of her trip uh, healing in my house. What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: Did she miss her flight? Like,
1: No, we got her. She was allowed to fly. We got her on our flight uh, yesterday. <laughs>
0: oh, she just spent her vacation having an appendectomy in Hamilton.
1: Yeah, that's about it. It was like, come to Hamilton, uh, get appendicitis, and then go to Burlington to get it out. I didn't uh, let her see any of the hospitals in Hamilton. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that to her. So I we drove her to Bur- the Burlington H- Hospital, where I went in a couple years ago for my emergency and my uh, subsequent endometrial surgery. Oh, um, because I had had a really good experience there, and it's new and it's clean, and um, it's not in Hamilton.
0: Would you consider Hamilton a quote ragtag parade of frenetic sadness?
1: Um parts of it for sure that's a, a really apt description did you see this no was,
0: mark maron took some heat because he's filming something in the hamilton area and he was doing like his 15 minute like the part nobody listens to on, right. on wtf mm-hmm. the part you skip to get to the interview right um somewhere in that bit he was talking about life in hamilton and yeah he called today this ragtag parade of frenetic sadness he was not a fan
1: no there's definitely like parts of downtown Hamilton, for sure, that you could describe like that. But once you get to the mountain, it's very, like, idyllic, like, parks and kids playing and beautiful houses and, you know, it's a really... Hamilton's a hodgepodge, right? And they're like Toronto in that they're, uh, like, they got amalgamated several years ago. So there's sections that used to be their own place that have now been sewn onto the quilt of Hamilton. (laughs) Um, And they all have sort of different flavors. So if you've only been to downtown Hamilton, there is just, it's a lot, right? (laughs) Um, But it's like only going to downtown Toronto. It's a much bigger landscape. There are a lot more people involved in the city of Hamilton than you might get a sense of if you were just downtown.
0: Civic Pride break with Katie Mack.
1: Yeah. I'm and, trying.
0: <laughs> anything else? Oh, and feel feel better, Ren. I'm sorry you spent your vacation yeah, having I an appendectomy. Yeah, I
1: feel terrible that she just had to, like, hang out and see the inside of my house the whole time, but I'm glad she's feeling better. Hey,
0: chill, chill, chill with, your, with your bestie.
1: Yeah, I know. But I, I had to, like, work and just see other people. Oh. and Yeah, so. But I'm so glad she's feeling better and that it wasn't like she had this happen while she was flying. That would have been really bad. That would have been really bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, that's about it.
0: All I did socially was uh, made a trek out to Kinka Izakaya for um, <laughs> a friend of mine who's come up on the show occasionally, uh, Sasha Never Sleeps, is finally doing the thing she probably should have done years ago, mm-hmm. which is uh, enter culinary training Ooh. Um, in London. Ooh. So she's... She's vacating Toronto, and I'm very sad that an, another piece of my Toronto life is leaving, further eroding this life that I had here. And I don't like to think too much about that. Hey, the Amazon's burning. Who cares? Kink is Izakaya, if you don't know what Izakaya it is, it's basically just pub fare. Also, oh, flashback to sickness. Um, I knew I had this social outing, and I met a friend for coffee last week, and yeah. she lives down near Rotate. This, yeah, and I just you got to know, right? So I just pop in and have a look. I see one. El Cheapo, like,
1: yeah,
0: jazz fusion thing with the guy's Japanese name on it. I was like, cool, 10 bucks, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then I see this, like, reissue of a 70s folk singer. She's like, a Japanese Joni Mitchell. It's, I'm like, oh man, it's fall. That's what I want when I'm, like, making breakfast in the morning on Sundays. Sundays is, like, the only day of the week where I feel like I'm living the life I want.
1: Right. Uh, (laughs) Right. At least one day a week.
0: I tend to wake up early, you know, I have time to read and I I have ample time to do my stupid Japanese lessons, play my Tappy Tap games, and still read slash maybe do the pod with you right. listen to records clean up etc cetera, etc cetera. but this reissue was like 40 bucks or and i was like oh, oh. this wasn't part of the plan but i just told me mr Malash that sold a bunch of my cds in Windsor,
1: right and,
0: and a, you know sent me transferred me the 80 bucks
1: sorry words i would never hear i thought i would hear
0: <laughs> sold my cds
1: yeah why not because because yeah.
0: they lived here for so long no
1: right? who who buys cds
0: dr disc in windsor apparently
1: well there you go. <laughs> got me
0: 80 bucks for them. Um, so I had this 80 bucks, but still like, uh, this isn't part of the plan. I'm like, Hmm. <laughs> and I like messaged Sasha and I'm like, this is going to sound like a, just a, such a total fuck boy question, but it's legitimate and you, you need to answer it. Honestly. <laughs> She's like, okay. Am I paying for my meal on Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> my suspicions were correct. This was my 40th birthday dinner.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: I'm almost 42. Yeah, that's the kind of relationship Sasha and I have. Hey,
1: I've got that with a couple people.
0: <laughs> so, tell you that story just to mention that it, it was a delightful meal that's and fun. the the unique uh, benefit to working nights is yeah. uh, sometimes you can get a sweet buzz on before you go to work. So, woo. Sake bomb, sake bomb. <laughs>
1: um, I just need to mention this because I promised I would. Oh, um, I was talking about Twitter. Twitter. And how yeah, I've like. Twitter. I dipped a toe in, and then I dipped a whole ankle in. Well,
0: you mentioned the other day that you were, like, following men writing women. Yes,
1: and this has got me to the point where I have actively... Whereas before Twitter... Are you replying? No. No, no, let's calm down. Are you tweeting? No. Again, calm the fuck down. (laughs) Um, No, but whereas before my phone would just be like, this thing happened on Twitter, or you might be interested in this Twitter, and I would, like, click on it if I was interested. Usually not. Um... I've actually pressed the Twitter icon to see what is happening.
0: Uh oh. Uh oh. What? What happened?
1: I pressed the Twitter icon. I've never pressed the Twitter icon. I've never checked up on Twitter. <laughs> Whereas I press Facebook like 7,000 times in the day and have to filter out my racist uncle um, and the Russian bots. I'm like
0: making that Dave Chappelle Caesar Aura <laughs> GIF to her. I'm just like, come on over. Come on over.
1: So, yeah.
0: I'm on Instagram all the time, which is like, I may as well be on Facebook. Like, you can still maintain your loyalty to Facebook. They can still get your data. It's
1: not even even loyalty. It's just like the platform I'm most comfortable with. And I'm like learning how to do things with Twitter for the longest time. I was like, how do I see the comments? Like, I just like, I felt like such an old person. I was like, which button is it? Because it's different, right? The button you think it's going to be, it is not. And that frustrated me. But I... I learned the buttons. I'm feeling better about myself. I learned the buttons. Yeah. And uh, men writing women uh, continues to be horrifying and yet enthralling. Um, men are terrible. That's what I've learned.
0: Yeah, it's, it's the only lesson to learn, apparently.
1: Yeah. And also, they men really do have a fascination with boobs. hmm Yeah. Um, or orbs, as <laughs> apparently some writers like to call them. Spheres. Spheres. Anyways, okay. So, I think we can move on to news.
0: So, we took the week off or we banked one last week. We didn't yes. have a live episode for you because Kate was entertaining. Yep, as usually happens. that's the week where everything happened.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> so, everything.
0: If we had an episode that week, we have so much to talk about. So all of this is old for you, but let's just scan down some of this quick because they had the um the d twenty three expo, yes, which apparently is biannual. does that mean it's every two years?
1: Biannual I think doesn't that mean twice a year?
0: Uh, is that semiannual?
1: Oh, maybe that's semiannual. Oh, um, God! we don't know It
0: doesn't run every year. I thought it did oh, It does okay. not um, this is essentially Disney's fan club only comic con type thing where basically yeah. similar to the streaming wars, people have started to be like, "Why don't we need to go to comic con and spend all the do it for us? We'll just yeah. do it ourselves and get all that get all that cash so this is where because Disney owns everything literally almost i saw an, I saw an infographic this week <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> twitter i'm not bigging you up too much don't get cocky twitter calm down still a trash fire just calm down um an infographic and the guy tweeting it was like this is fine (laughs) it's just it's like the three circles of the mouse and just listing everything Everything. they fucking own and one ear was marvel and one ear was you know fox and yeah and then the main ear was like the main face was like you know
1: Everything else.
0: Pixar, ABC Networks, ESPN, like the movie studios, the music studios, like they own everything. The yeah. life insurance, like all the stuff that like trickles down. Anyway, because they own everything. This is where all a lot of your, if you want your Marvel heat, that's where this is coming from. So as I, as I said, when <laughs> the, the two, that, the two announcements that interested me the most uh, can be summed up when I texted stupid Matt I was like, "Hey, Matt, does a Moon Night show get your wiener hard?"
1: I got m- comments.
0: <laughs> Makes Caitlin's wiener hard, apparently, and then he replied with, "Does a She-Hulk show get fourteen-year-old Jordan's wiener hard?" And I said, <laughs> "Oh, buddy, oh, does it?"
1: I also have comments. Hit me. All right.
0: So they're going to do a She-Hulk and a and a uh, Moon Night show on Disney Plus.
1: So, from this, for the people who remember, we read Moon Knight, the Jeff Lemire, twenty sixteen.
0: Not too long ago, but not too
1: long ago. A little while ago. Really loved it. Um gave it to Jordan. Jordan liked it, from what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Um <laughs> That made me laugh. Um uh Moon Knight. Um just gotta make a comment of let's do mental illness right, please.
0: They don't necessarily have to go that route. I mean these are just literally the announcement are we're doing this, we know absolutely nothing yeah. about them, but
1: it's supposed to, yeah. And we don't even know when, so like could be anything. But traditionally and recent most recently, Moon Knight there's been a lot of stuff about mental illness yes. in those comics. Um, I would just like them to do it correctly. Go other any branch you want, With split personality, schizophrenia, whatever. Just make it right. And talk about how he's going to deal with his trauma. Maybe. Um, Second, uh, She-Hulk. If she is not a giant green fucking lawyer, I want want a procedural. I want a lawyer procedural. I
0: haven't seen the logo they showed. Yeah. Apparently the logo looks to lean a little uh, more savage. Like it's the Hulk logo. Which is like she scrawled on it.
1: I will punch...
0: And I everyone. I concur. Don't give me savage She Hulk. That's not what we're here for. No. Give me fucking Ali McBeal with a big green lady. Like.
1: Yeah. This is what I want. This is what everyone wants because we don't need that type of show. We've already got that type of show, and that's fine. That's fun. We just don't need sixteen copies of the same show. I don't need, like, CW. Every single CW superhero show is basically the same.
0: Smacking the mic and shit. She's so mad.
1: Which is fine. I told you I had ranty in me. I took caffeine pills. I'm ready to go. Um, Yes. Okay. So those are my comments about those.
0: Hold on. I have another question that just occurred to me. Yeah. So Moon Knight, stupid Matt Wiener. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Mm She-Hulk, Jordan's Wiener. Yeah. Solid. Animated What If featuring... Peggy Carter as Captain America slash Britain. Yeah. Does it make Caitlyn's wiener hard?
1: Can we just say my labia? Like can we just I feel weird. I don't have a wiener.
0: Does it make your labia damp?
1: No. Not damp. <laughs> yeah. I it's can't comfortable. I can't
0: go through the analogy all the way. Yeah. Are you excited for this?
1: Um yeah. I am excited. Um I really loved Peggy Carter. I love the show. I love what they did with her. I love that she moved on from Captain America. Um, Nice that they're together because they're definitely, you know, everyone likes to see a happy ending, right? And I think that's something that Captain America and Peggy Carter deserved. But I like the what if of this other tale of Peggy Carter. I like the what ifs. Basically, they're doing the comic book version of TV shows. They're being like, hey, we're going to take this character and do something cool with them. It's great,
0: and I mean, hopefully, I mean, the only way you're going to see anything interesting is in this version of it, where they can yes. just you know kill people with you know impunity and not have to worry about any repercussions because it's yeah. oh, it's it's what if? It's what if? Um I didn't don't think I realized at the time that they, they were doing animated, which yes, it brought me some relief. Um Yes, and also everybody knows. I mean, you...
1: sorry, Haley Atwell has to voice. She is okay. Yes,
0: that's uh, that's confirmed. I believe. Okay, uh, and okay, Jeffrey Wright is voicing the Watcher. This is it. still gonna be like, you know, Uatu, who most people have never seen before. No. <laughs> gonna be like, There are so many other threads in the universe and blah 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 blah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um but I mean if you collect comic books, everybody knows what if was like that like low rent like tryout series, like yeah. somebody might do a cool cover and then you're like, Oh man, this looks amazing, and then you read it and the story was kinda whack and the art was terrible. And like
1: well, well. In
0: five years those people wrote something decent, but
1: Yeah. This might this is, might be the same thing, and hope, I'm okay with that.
0: Hopefully that ain't it. Um, next up, oh, yeah, right, that's the other thing they own. How did I forget that? They own Star Wars. Yeah, they do. The two biggest ones out of there, obviously, the Rise of Skywalker trailer. <gasps> Rey's evil, Kate. Rey's evil.
1: Rey isn't evil. What? No,
0: God, please, What's no. happening? No. She's evil. Just she had a hood on. The,
1: wait till the movie...
0: I did not peruse any of what I'm sure are the countless 2,000 word plus takes that came for a 90 second trailer, but.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's the worst.
0: I refuse. I refuse.
1: Go read a book. I refuse. Do a review on a book.
0: Whatever. They brought JJ back in. I'm only interested to see like how, how much of Ryan Johnson shit is he going to undo to try and keep you fucking babies happy. and
1: Babies. Read a book, baby.
0: Something that looks to not care about making babies happy. We finally got our full er look at the Mandalorian. Caitlin is the Mandalorian. That's my favorite deep cut bit that nobody remembers, but I will, <laughs> always, I will always keep doing Caitlin, you are the Mandalorian. Um but here's the thing, Kate. Yeah. I'm not fo- I'm not I'm not getting fooled again.
1: <laughs> not like you were. Mm-mm. Okay.
0: Y'all tried to dangle Rogue One in front of me. Y'all yeah. have this talk all the time. It's all time for serious Star Wars. And I don't want a grimdark Star Wars. I don't need yeah. that in my life, mm-hmm. but like this is gonna be like the real Star Wars for like adult, a little more serious. You know, no fucking pores, no fucking Ewoks, none of that. Right. Serious. Right. Look, look at those heads. Stormtrooper heads on spikes. Yeah. Look at fucking Apollo Creed and Werner Herzog in the trailer. Yeah. Look at Giancarlo Esposito <laughs> <laughs> standing there silently. He's having a hell of a year, by the way.
1: Taika Watiti as uh, an android.
0: Is he the android, too? Yeah, he is. I am going to say he's directing one of them. Um, I ain't falling for it again. I'll let you know. I ain't falling for it. You, you let me know. I'll let you know. We'll see.
1: Is there still a baby in it?
0: They're, as far as I know, damn
1: right there. They're, they're deliberately
0: like not showing the baby.
1: I want to know about the baby. That's all I care about. I want to know about the baby.
0: Uh, the mo- Oh, that right. That was the other Marvel news we had. Uh, Ms. Marvel getting a show.
1: Yeah, super excited about that.
0: Why would you not be? Yeah. Um, what else in there? Oh, the most. The most important thing. Mm-hmm. I personally have never felt like I've had a reason to even consider getting somebody's Disney Plus password. Right. It'll be Caitlin's. Uh <laughs> It will be.
1: I know it will. And yes, we will do Disney+. Plus.
0: However, this was before I knew about the existence. And I didn't know how this would ever fall <laughs> under the umbrella, but it's apparently Disney owns National Geographic as well. Yep. This is a National Geographic show. <gasps> the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Yes.
1: You got to give it up to those Disney marketers, though. They know what people want. <laughs> they,
0: they know what they know what 41-year-old weirdos from Toronto want. It's Jeff Goldblum going to Korean barbecue. That's what they want.
1: Yeah. <sighs> He's just so excited about everything. Did
0: you see that clip I sent you about yes. him finding out that Spider-Man was no longer in the MCU? He was
1: just like, he didn't know what was going on. I
0: don't even, th- I don't think a bit of that was legitimate. I think he was just like, <laughs> I really think he was taking the piss the whole time. Um is but that, it was
1: just this wonder. Whether it was put on or not, it's what? just this wonder. I,
0: I hadn't heard of this. What? No. Give him back. <laughs> uh, spe- speaking of which, are you heartbroken that
1: no, Holland's I mean, been removed? No, I think things are going to work themselves out.
0: I think it's a total heat check on Sony's part, which I love. I think yeah. they're like, you know, you guys are in a transitional phase right now. Yeah. Downey's gone. Evans is gone. You know, You're, you're kind of resetting a little bit. Yeah. You kind of were really banking on this guy to, to carry you through. Yeah. Meanwhile, we just, without your help, put out one of the best Spider-Man movies ever. ever made. Yeah. And the two guys who did that, we know they're burned out by Star Wars and a bunch of other stuff, but uh, hey, Lord Miller, why don't you come on over here and do a Spider-Man live action? Yeah. I think Sony thinks they're going to be fine. And they probably will be.
1: Well, also, like, I just, I think no matter what, it's gonna, it's gonna work itself out. And also, I really like when things go topsy-turvy, because that's when you get really creative stuff. Yep. That makes, cre creativity store when you've got no budget and and ev- everybody's taken away from you and you have to use characters that you didn't think you needed and someone made a great comment which is like but we're getting a miss marvel so we have our spider-man replacement
0: <laughs> and i just like when nerds are mad so that makes me happy
1: yeah. uh certain nerds certain nerds because <laughs> if i was sad you wouldn't be glad about that right
0: are you sad about anything
1: no you know what i am happy about though uh terminator dark fate
0: I was gonna hit a ding. I'm not gonna hit a ding because I am. I am. Ta- I am taken aback. <laughs> you don't get a ding for that. You get.
1: <laughs> I just think it looks like fun. I didn't
0: even watch the trailer. Is Cameron coming back for this? Is he doing this? I think so. Yeah. Like directing? Or... Yeah. Doesn't or... he have 17 avatars to make?
1: Probably. I
0: don't. Know, I just saw. I just saw a brief hit on one of these uh, sites that was like James Cameron watched basically the last three terrible Terminator movies to like... He was like. Oh. It's like, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I just think it looks like fun, and I think that's what Terminator movies should be. They're fun, and there's cool ladies in them. Um, and also before we move on, I got to do this because we never do this. Um, Mandalorian coming out November
0: twelfth, twenty nineteen. Oh, you you have dates?
1: I have dates. Oh my god. Uh. Uh, Moonlight, we have no idea. Moon... <laughs> Moon Knight, Moon- Moonlight,
0: the Oscar-winning <laughs> Moonlight. film, has been out for quite some time.
1: <laughs> sorry, Moon Knight, no idea. Um, basically Marvel stuff, we have no idea. Terminator Dark Fate, October 23rd, 2019. I probably won't see it in theaters, but you never know. Um, and finally, because I mentioned it, and I think we're going to have an exciting conversation about it, Junji Ito's Uzumaki, coming out sometime in 2020. For those of you who remember, Jordan gave me this very weird comic um, called Uzumaki. Yes. And this is why the only reason I recognize this. <laughs> and I know Junji Ito, um, mostly because my cousin Madeline is obsessed, um, but also because we've talked about him a couple times. So, Toonami Tuna- and Production IG yes. are going to be making this anime version. It's a, it's a four-part series. Yeah. Of this comic, which was really twisted, all about spirals.
0: It's about a small town infested by spirals. Spirals. And circles. And you
1: don't think that that's very terrifying, but it is. (laughs)
0: But it is. And
1: I'm really interested because I was like, how do you adapt that? But apparently people have adapted his weird stuff before.
0: Yeah, a few years ago there was a, uh, I think they just called it Junji Ito Anthology or something. They just, mostly based around his short works. Um, So, I mean, if you go to a comic store, you'll see a bunch of, like, Hard covers of like Gyo and Tomie and Uzumaki and stuff like that, and then you'll see these other like anthologies of, like shorter, you know, thirty to forty page stories. Right. He did, and that's what these were. They were each uh, each two little two little episodes. So they have done it before. I mean, obviously things suffer depending on the budget. I mean, yes. he's got such a signature style, you know, his work immediately
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you watch the animated version. It's kind of like this is a close facsimile. Of yeah. his work, but
1: it doesn't kind of
0: lose something once you add motion to it. Um, I was
1: gonna say, because there's something your brain does, it fills in these weird, twisted blanks.
0: And also, I one of the reasons I'm not real big on manga, there's probably a longer discussion to have about this. Is um, there are certain conventions of manga that I, as much as I love a lot of the art style when it's done in like pinup mode, when it comes to the actual sequential the fact that they don't really throw backgrounds in or right. the way the action is laid out and frankly the mm-hmm. fact that it's in black and white um yeah. doesn't appeal to me as much but he always gets around that he always draws very detailed backgrounds yes um, but or, also very or, or clean his, his assistant does um, very
1: clean lines as well
0: very clean lines heavy use of ink yeah. for you know that's how that shadow and horror tends to get get conveyed and the trailer they showed which is really just a bunch of still images mm-hmm. um with a little bit of, uh, you know, motion, was all in black and white. So I'm hoping mm. that maybe they just fuck around and do the whole show in black and white, and I think that would really go a long way to yeah, that'd be good, elevating it uh, above what uh, other adaptations that have already already come out. I don't know when that's supposed to hit. Uh, production, oh. production IG is one of the bigger studios out there, primarily known for Ghost in the Shell.
1: It said sometime in 2020.
0: Sometime that, in 2020. That could there,
1: be spring. That could be fall. We have no idea.
0: There you go. Beefy news. Yeah. Uh, Such beef. Moving on. Mm. Uh, updates. Updates. What do you got?
1: Um, I have two.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, One, I finished watching The Boys. Yes. Fantastic. Um, Concurred. Second, I have seen all of the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance.
0: Didn't that just come out, like, a week ago?
1: You know what? You oh. can just shut your mouth. And also, it came out, like, a couple days ago. So, there. Damn, um, son. So. How you feel about it? Great. Loved it. Really enjoyed it. I have a quibble.
0: I'm going to move, I'm gonna have to move the quibble button up to the main board at, yeah. at this rate. We've got quibbles. Who is this show for? When is this show Set. Is it a retelling? Is it a sequel? Is it a prequel? A prequel.
1: So you kind of know the end, sort of. Right. Um, It's still really interesting. The sets, the design work, the puppets, fucking amazing. Again, who the fuck is this show for?
0: Do you mean age demo or level of fandom? Age demo. Hmm.
1: Because you're telling me it's PG and yet you crush somebody's skull. And blood went everywhere.
0: A puppet skull? Or... Yes.
1: I mean, okay. you don't see the skull being crushed, but you see the shadow of the person smashing their face in. Also, you have slaves who have their mouths sewn shut. Um, you've got a ton of death and torture. So, if you want to say it's for adults, totally fine with that. Super cool. There's lots of puppet stuff that is for adults. But let's not redo Caitlyn's childhood, where Caitlyn's mother sat her down to watch The Dark Crystal, and she had nightmares for like seven years afterwards. Because this show is not for children. PG, okay, whatever. Pink blood, okay, fine. Not that's, for children. That's
0: on your mother if she did not offer parental guidance when she showed it to her. It just it sat me said, down. It's it like, said there right oh, in the thing.
1: I love The Dark Crystal. PG. You show-
0: Parental guidance.
1: Anyway, It
0: was not offered.
1: I don't know what the the original Dark Crystal was, but this show, this show is PG, because I checked. I was like, what what is the rating on this show? Mm. Yes, there's no swearing. Yes, there's no nudity, but...
0: We all know those are the... Thank you, South Park. Those are the markers. Those are the markers. Violence is fine.
1: But it is fucking dark. And yes, we all know that the movie was dark, but this is like a level above. And again, fine for adults, but even like... Like, teen, like, I'm saying t- teenagers and above. Okay. But, like, even junior high, there's a couple things in there that I would be wary of letting my 12-year-old watch. I mean, I think this...
0: I remember when Coraline got animated. Yeah. And, like, Gaiman kind of mentioning at the time on Twitter that, like, the stuff that... If you just break down what Coraline is... Yeah. It's terrifying. Absolutely. Don't really bug kids in the least. Like, yeah. kids are like, this is a fairy tale. Like, yeah, weird shit's going to happen and everybody's okay. Was everybody okay at the end?
1: Well, it's a series, so yeah. there's going to be a second season.
0: So, not everybody was okay?
1: Not everybody was okay! <laughs> wow. It was kind of Game of Thrones-ish.
0: <laughs> weird
1: look. I, I know. I know. It seems very bizarre when I say that, but there was, like, plotting and people stabbing each other in the back mm. and different armies and like mind manipulation and a very creepy younger brother anyways just the puppet was weird so
0: so parental guidance recommended for the youngins but did you like it
1: yeah i did i i thought it was great but i know not it's not everyone's cup of tea totally get that some people don't really like puppets but it is beautifully done um And you do get pulled into that story, right? Like, you're not always like, these are puppets. Occasionally with the facial expressions, Mm. like, you're like, kind of, you know, glassy-eyed because they're fucking puppets. But they really did an amazing job. And the story was really cool. Um, Even though you kind of know the end, you really want to know what happened. How did the resistance not work, obviously? Um, Or did it work in some way?
0: Spoilers. Oh, I've never seen The Dark (laughs) Crystal.
1: Oh my god! Oh, I did it to myself. I am literally I writing this down because I'm so excited. Um, have what I? A d- twist. Did you watch Labyrinth? Have I given you the Labyrinth?
0: I saw Labyrinth in a theater. Okay, all right. Recently. That's fine. <laughs> or like okay. two years ago.
1: Dark Crystal. Yes.
0: Well, big we for prequels. Yeah. Around here, Caitlin's had a prequel that she's enjoying. Mm-hmm. Jordan's had a prequel he's been enjoying. Very much. Let's tie this into a little bit of news where at some games convention recently, mm-hmm. it was announced that the the middle games in the beloved Yakuza series yeah. from Sega for the PlayStation, that would be 3, 4, and 5, which were originally, I think, PS3 games. Okay. One of them might have even been PS2, are getting the the repaint, spit polish up, and getting HD uh, re-releases en masse in February next year. Fantastic. Um, and I believe also currently there is a package of Yakuza 0 and Kiwami 1 and 2, which are the remakes of, of 1 and 2. Those all went live. I think that was 60 bucks. but Yakuza 0, the prequel to the entire Yakuza saga, was on sale last week for $10. That's
1: a deal. Yaman, That's a steal. Yeah,
0: man. Scoop that the fuck up because we will recall when Jordan scooped. Oh, I didn't even scoop it up. It was the free game.
1: Yeah. Yakuza and Co- you were like, I'm never going to buy this, but it's free, so it's fine.
0: And then it ruled my life for like two months because I loved it. You were
1: delighted.
0: So delighted by Yakuza. This is a series by Sega, generally following the exploits of uh, sometimes current, sometimes former Yakuza member named uh, Kazama Kiryu, who... What's amazing about the games and what you don't realize when you get into it, you think it's always going to be these, like, hmm, no, what does your lucky do? Because I'm a diss.
1: Uh, that was Japanese.
0: I said his name wrong, but and it's super serious and tales of betrayal and, you know, sagas of violence and, and it's all of those things. And it's also fishing and buying a child pornography from a <laughs> vending machine, but you don't want to get embarrassed by these housewives who are hanging around the alley, so you're trying to do it like Metal Gear Solid style and like sneak past them and things like that. Or it's going to sing karaoke, or shoot pool, or go to the batting cages.
1: Oh my god! Or stuff like that. That child pornography thing has really freaked me out, though. <laughs> You've not ever mentioned that, and that is very very kind of weird. That
0: was in zero. That was the thing. Okay. That was the thing that just happened.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> He's
0: like everyone says these magazines are great. He doesn't want to do it, but he ends up doing it. I don't. That I don't know something about being a man or something like that.
1: Oh my god! What we're
0: learning about this one is Kiryu is the worst character in, right. in Yakuza. Okay. Playing Yakuza Kiwami, we will recall there was a thing called the Majima Everywhere system where you meet this guy. Kiryu went to prison for a while and then he came out and was basically getting attacked all, this, all the time by this guy he knew back in the day yeah. named Majima Goro. And Majima's nuts and he, you'd see him on the streets and sometimes he'd pop out of a manhole cover or he'd be behind <laughs> yes. you online at the convenience store, like shit like that. And you'd have to fight him and this is how you leveled up and got your moves back. Right. Yakuza 0. Prequel to everything. Set in the 80s.
1: Which is amazing. Or just
0: boom era Japan. There's money flowing everywhere. Real estate. The whole crux of the fucking game is about real estate. Right. You play as Majima. Right. The two stories are Kiryu and Majima. Majima and Osaka. Kiryu in Kaburucho, I think it's called. It's a Roppongi. It's supposed right. to be Roppongi. Um Or Kabuchiko. And the sad part is Majima's storyline is so much better than Kiryu's that every time it bounces back i'm sad oh, <laughs> i'm like oh yeah. fuck I gotta <laughs> hang out with miserable fucking kiryu for another like two chapters that's not good there are mini games each of them has a business mm-hmm. Kiryu's is just straight like real estate it's wow. like mm. oh assign a manager and blah 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 and go out maybe <laughs> buy a business um majima's is ho is running a hostess bar just I was doing this when Caitlin walked walked in today. It's basically cooking mama with beautiful women, and like assigning them to tables
1: it was and amazing. bringing
0: somebody glasses, and they were and emptying ice. the ashtray and ice and all this stuff. Caitlin greatly enjoyed when you have, you have your top tier hostesses. Yep, give them makeovers. It's amazing. Plays this beautiful little pop song while you're like it, it's it's, it's it's like the Japanese equivalent of makeover 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 <laughs> from Clone High. It's like fantastic. <laughs> um, There's not much to say about it. Uh, Protect Makoto at all costs. That's all I'm going to say. That's Majima's, like, the crux of his storyline is about he gets sent on a hit. It's basically The Killer by John Woo. It's like he gets gets sent for a hit. It's not who he thinks it is. It's this, like, blind girl. Obviously, Majima, like, protects her or at least wants to know what is happening. The only, going back to, like, knowing what's going to happen, Majima is nuts in Yakuza 1. Yes. Like, he's crazy. Yeah. He's not in this game. So I'm dreading when this game finally tells me what, like...
1: Oh, they're going to kill every hostess. Pushes,
0: pushes him over the edge. Oh, my... Oh
1: my yep. why, why would you... What is and wrong they set with everything you? on fire. Because this is what these games do. They're like, innocence means nothing. Burn them all. They're all witches. God. I've just been watching too much Dark Crystal, okay?
0: That's going to be... That's going to be rough. So I haven't really been watching anything uh, aside from that. Oh, no. I, I don't know how it happened. I just turned on Netflix, and, you know, Netflix will just start, like, playing shit. Yeah. And then just kind of ran through it, and it was only an hour long. But, I mean, Chappelle got a new special, and it's a Chappelle special. It's, like... Problematic. 10 minutes of funny shit and 40 minutes of... Why can't I call people the T-word for transgenders anymore? Nobody left the room when Louis C.K. took his dick out. Why y'all ruining his career? You people are the worst. Problematic problematic and you know it's problematic times we're living in and is he wrong sometimes yeah and sometimes he's really funny like when you tell the story about you know buying a gun because he believes that the best way to get gun control is for every black man in america to buy a legally registered firearm yeah which is correct
1: because racism um
0: which is a which is you know the problem with late era Chappelle to my mind is it's just it's oppression olympics it's like my shit is worse than your shit right and there's like instead of bridging understanding it's like where, you know, transgender, why am I doing anything for transgenders? Because transgenders didn't do anything for the black man type of thing. Right. This meme Which home, is it's, like, it's like two different. Problematic. <laughs> Empathy is required, not whatever you're doing. Yes. Um,
1: we need to work together, guys. So. We need to work together.
0: So, if anything, I think this was, he's done like four in the last like two years. Right. Since he started this Netflix deal. This is maybe the best one out of all of them. Okay. There's still going to be moments where you go, Ugh. but I mean, I saw some of the hot takes that were like, brr, nobody needs to watch this. And then I watched him and I'm like, well, this is better than his last ones. If you only watched one of them, watch this one. Um,
1: Good advice from Jordan.
0: He, he's he got a bit, I think it's at the end. If you go all the way and you watch through to the credits, there's a Netflix will pop up and it'll be like, watch the epilogue. There's like a 20 minute thing of him like talking to the audience, right? which he never does. And he tells this story and it's the worst thing. It's like, I can tell jokes about transgenders because there was a transgender woman in the audience on one of my shows and she said it was funny. Um... You know, that thing. Right. Some of my best friends are black. That, that that sort of thing. Um, But he tells this story about, it's, it's like he almost makes it. So right. He almost makes it. Or I can kind of see it where he's talking about, he was talking to this transgender woman. I don't remember her name. Say so her name was Mary. And Mary said, you know, I read about you in the New York Times. You know, they were really sticking it to you. They said, you normalized R. Kelly by telling jokes about him. Right. That you, you normalized R. Kelly. Said, yes, they did say that about me. She's like, I wonder when we'll get normalized. You know, if you told more jokes about us, we'd be more normalized. Right. I can see what you're trying to do there. It's a, it's, it's a line about, you know, anything can be funny if the joke's good.
1: Yeah. You you can
0: make a joke about anything if the joke's funny. Yeah. But he's, you know.
1: (laughs) The joke's not that, that great. (laughs) Just,
0: just thinking it's funny that somebody feels they're in the wrong body and you think that's funny, which is the crux of most of his material on that subject matter. Right they, they ain't, that's not. That's please not peruse right. this memo from the Department of chief titled that ain't it, like <laughs> anyway, they, so,
1: n- more memos need to be sent out,
0: yeah, you only got a lot of memos coming, um so we haven't done it in a while, Jordan what you listening to? Yeah, and I' not time to watch anything, but I work and travel with earbuds in most of the time. I try not to think about the long term damage that's probably doing to me, but
1: of course, we all try and just avoid that
0: anyway there were a, there were a pair of comebacks. One one that was meh and one that was delightful. Right. The meh, sorry white people, that Tool album is just okay.
1: Oh, does Tool have another album? Tool
0: does have another album, album. No, what we
1: really need? A Perfect Circle album, as I will always say. Oh,
0: there have been a few. You just haven't been paying attention.
1: No, we just need another one.
0: There was one not that long ago.
1: Okay, but Tool does not need another <laughs> album. I would much rather have more A Perfect Circle than Tool. Well, I,
0: I would concur about that. Fear, fear inoculant. The cover looks like a 1997 warehouse rave. Yes, if you follow me on socials, I made that joke like four times, but it does. And it's. A, I just said to kayam on Messenger this morning; he hadn't heard it yet. If you like Tool, yeah, you're gonna like this. Right. If you've never heard Tool, it's gonna blow your mind. If you've heard Tool, <laughs> it's a Tool album. There we go. There was definitely. I say one of the songs sounds like Goth Zap, and Roger. It's just like a talk box type thing. It's <laughs> like I'd rather listen, much rather listen to California Love than this. And this, literally, there was a moment like I, I had it, I framed it on my Instagram story as like, you know, the screenshot of the album, and I was like, well, let's get this over with. Um, and then the next photo was like an old photo of me playing drums from Bandera days, right? With the caption, I owe it to this guy to listen to it at least once. Yeah. And there was definitely a moment where, like, I'm deep in it. Like, every song's 10 to 15 minutes long. Oh, no. Followed by, like, a three-minute noodle. (laughs) Like, there's definitely a moment where, like, it starts with, like, two minutes of, like, waves crashing. And I'm like, if this is all this is, I swear to God, when our band... Tried to like pad out our four songs to a full album. Yeah. And we had a song of a, we had a track of a fetal heartbeat and called that a track. Like,
1: oh my God. Yeah.
0: That's the shit you do when you ain't got enough material. Um, There's definitely a moment where it's just like, it's that one chord that Adam Jones plays all the time, just going, Jung, 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 Jung. And I'm like, if this is your fucking thing, I mean, good on you, but. Hey. The, the dude from that photo I posted, he'd been dead a while. Like, he ain't that dude anymore. I mean, the following photo was, but when you're more excited, that Hoshinogen's Gen's entire discography went up on Spotify, finally.
1: I'm guessing that was the second thing that was... <laughs> mm,
0: no, but that's delightful. Go listen to... Just put pop virus into uh, into Spotify and love your life. No, North Carolina rap group Little Brother. Oh. I don't think I've ever mentioned on this show before. It's probably the first time Caitlin's ever hearing about it, so she's going to put on her smile and go, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'll play okay. some shit on the break. But um, in a weird time of the rapness. yeah, kind of post-Tribe Call Quest, early 2000s or whatever, they called themselves Little Brother because they felt they were the little brothers of groups like that.
1: Right. And they were
0: Fonte, Fonte, who I just showed Caitlin on a clip from Sherman Showcase, which is a show on IFC that please pirate it immediately and send me a link because I don't have enough of it in my life.
1: He's trying. He's really trying
0: to it. <laughs> I'm really on these C's for that. Um, Fonte, rapper Babe Poo, and the producer with Ninth Wonder, who is like without like moving to new york or la or any of that he's one of the best producers like in the world one right. of the best beat makers and they put out a couple albums one was called uh the listening that was their first one the second album was called the minstrel show which was based around this fictitious television network okay. called ubn U black N- right <laughs> television um the minstrel show is phenomenal i don't know why i don't own that on vinyl yet it's i need to yeah, correct it what are it. you
1: doing um
0: well, apparently i'm going out to buy records the next couple weeks so maybe i'll tick that off this kind of dropped out of nowhere uh a few weeks ago and i knew ninth wonder was no longer like they hadn't put out anything since like 2000 Winter show came out in, like 2003 2004
1: maybe so it's been a while
0: they put out a few like weird things here and there but they hadn't really done anything Defonte did some solo work and like collaborated with this dutch guy as like a singer he's actually a pretty good singer too okay um but yeah, this kind of came out of nowhere and I fired it up and I was like, all right, well it's the first thing they did when Fonte teased this, he threw up like the like just a graphic like, you are watching you be in. And everybody went,
1: oh my god. Bah.
0: And then from the first track, it's like so fucking good. It's probably the best album I've heard this year. Woo. for me. Like yes. like is Pitchfork gonna put this in the number one album? No. But there's it's grown man rap. There's got a there's a song on there. I don't remember what it was called, but Fonte's verse is all about getting a call from. It's basically about being too old for the club anymore and like just getting older. Right. It's like I get a call from my man. He wants to, he wants to celebrate because his kids graduated from college. It's like no, it's not because he graduated. It's because I don't have to pay child support anymore.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> We're gonna go to the club and it's a different kind of energy. And I want to be out here, but I also want to be home watching Flipper Flop. Like, <laughs> it's so good, and it's still it's still based around the. There's a sketch on The Minstrel Show about this singer Percy Miracles. Right. <laughs> this is based around Percy Miracles has died and there's a little brother reunion concert at right. his memorial. Amazing. So you hear little bits about the shows uh, that are airing things like that. It's just so good. It's called um May the Lord Watch, I think. Okay. And that's on that's on Spotify. Go listen to that. We've already broke our rule that we had at the top of the show. Totally broke the rule. But it was a beefy news week, y'all. We had a lot to talk about. I
1: mean, I didn't talk about the book I was reading. What are you reading? (sighs) It's nonfiction. Brace yourselves. Oh, God. It's called Organizing Solutions for People with ADHD by Susan C. Pinsky. If you or one of your loved ones has ADHD, please read it. It will change your life. There you go. Also, Lizzo is amazing. (laughs) The end.
0: How are y'all just discovering Lizzo lately? I'm
1: not. I put Lizzo on a playlist from like a year ago. Yeah,
0: I just feel like lately like she's really she's having, up. She's having her moment. Which like.
1: is so, I'm so glad for her. I'm just like super fucking happy and I'm happy that everyone's grooving and Juice is the song of the summer. Everybody knows, I hope. If you don't, I'm going to break your kneecaps and then you're going to listen to Juice and you're going to be like, you're right, Caitlin. I should have listened to you initially.
0: Well, we're going to take a break right here. Y'all go listen to the juice. Yeah. When we come back, August Watch Rama redo makeup. So excited! <laughs> We're gonna talk about some fucking ducktails when we come back after this break.
1: Ooh.
0: Hey y'all, welcome back to the program. This is the part of the show where Caitlin and I talk about the things we brought each other, but not this week.
1: Nope.
0: Got Doing a do-over.
1: Yeah. Got a little whoopsie doodle. I owe it.
0: If you will recall, back when we announced August Watcherama, we posted the list of items we would be watching. Yeah, we did. And somewhere in there was an item requested by a friend and listener, and then uh, we ended up doing an episode on that.
1: No, no, we didn't.
0: Due to, um, Caitlin-related... hiccup, Hiccups. Call it a hiccup.
1: Yeah, it was just a hiccup. Just a little... Just a little uh. You Just watched the wrong thing little, entirely.
0: Little, entirely. Still had a good conversation. It was a good show. You know, it's a good yeah. show. We both yeah. enjoyed it. Good episode.
1: Great episode.
0: And I was like, well, you know, maybe... Maybe we just... We're just gonna go back to normal or like...
1: And I was like, shut your face, Jordan! And no! She, she
0: slapped me in the mouth and I she did. said, we're doing fucking ducktails And I threw him down the
1: stairs. So then... That- <laughs>
0: So after that, the extra week to recover and reset my shoulder, yep, we are back here ready to talk about Ducktales, but we still have
1: rules. We do. The first one being the rule of three.
0: Whatever the thing is, if it's distributed in installments, issues, episodes, sequential parts of any sort, yep, consume three of them. Yeah. Um. Technically, this one had a two-in-one on the first episode.
1: Yes. But, so, did
0: you just watch that one and the next one, or did you yes, watch- Yes, I just okay. watched it, because- As did I.
1: Because I, the where I was watching it, it was divided into three, and I didn't realize it came in one mm. package. I thought it was, like, to be continued. I mean,
0: same difference. When you watch it, it's definitely, yeah. like, has its own title card and everything, and yeah. things of that sort. Anyway. Uh, rule number two, hashtag save it for the pod-
1: it's like, we're not going to talk about the thing that we brought each other or that we're supposed to be watching. Um,
0: sometimes at all.
1: Yeah. And sometimes that gets, wow. gets, us, gets us into trouble a little bit. Um, until we are sitting in front of these microphones.
0: So you can have the hottest, freshest takes for your listening enjoyment.
1: We're not going to give you stale takes. That's just mean. Ew. Yeah.
0: Why would we ever?
1: We just, we're com- It's a competitive world out here.
0: You can't just be throwing these stale takes out there. No. In the t- in this take economy?
1: No, absolutely not. <laughs> our take market just crashed.
0: <laughs> take it and our take recession.
1: We're in a take recession, folks. Oh,
0: God, I wish we were in a take recession.
1: Yeah, actually, I, I also <laughs> wish we K- were Katelyn wants take
0: a take. Kate Caitlin de- wants to take depression.
1: I do. I like a real depression. <laughs> like tumbleweeds and shit.
0: He wants the take market to crash?
1: Yes. Go read a book. <laughs> <laughs> um... And finally, the third rule, which isn't really a rule, it's just a policy, is that there will be spoilers. But like, you can't really spoil this. It's like
0: Des- describe my face right now. Like-
1: it's just it's a it's like a weird wrinkly like sour face. Like, like just like did you
0: have a childhood? Yeah, like, just were you alive the last like fifty years? You know how this shakes out. Like- yeah,
1: yeah. You can't you can't spoil DuckTales. But if you're like oh, I don't want to listen to this, then just like fuck right off, but nicely. Like, go read that book I was talking about and have some tea and do your, like, calendar because it's September 1st. Or now it's September 3rd or 4th. You fucked Oof. up. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get on that. You
0: fucked up, son.
1: <laughs> get your calendar in order. Get your house in order.
0: Your yeah. house in order.
1: It is the beginning of the year for everyone in North America who goes to school in September.
0: Kate? Yeah. What's DuckTales?
1: Ooh, Uh DuckTales, the one we watched, is a twenty seventeen T V series. It's an American animated television series developed by Matt Youngbird and Francisco Agones. Sure. I'm gonna say. Um it was originally for Disney XD and then later for the Disney Channel. It was produced by Disney Television. It's a reboot of the original nineteen eighty seven series of the same name, which I actually didn't realize was so old, but eighty seven you say? Eighty seven. Yeah, I guess. Um Basically the show surrounds the nephews of Donald Duck and Scrooge McDuck, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Um and there are misadventures. Or just adventures, period. Yeah. Yeah. Um what is most striking about this reboot is the cast. Yes. Which is kind of bonkers. Kind of. It's almost as bonkers as the Dark Crystal, but the Dark Crystal is still more bonkers. <laughs> However, we've got David Tennant as Scrooge McDuck, Yes. Danny Pudi as Huey Duck, mm-hmm. Ben Schwartz as Dewey Duck, mm-hmm. Bobby Monahan as Louie Duck, Kate McCucci as Webby Vanderquack, Beck Bennett as Launchpad McQuack, Tokes Allegondoye as Mrs. Beakley, Tony Anselmo as Donald Duck, and Padgett Brewster as Della, D- Della Duck.
0: I don't think I've met her yet. We
1: haven't even got to her yet. I know um,
0: Padgett Brewster did her voice.
1: But it just kind of is bonkers that all these, like, big names got on this. They yeah. really enjoyed DuckTales, apparently.
0: <laughs> and Disney money.
1: Yes, of course. We can't forget the Disney money. I'm just throwing it at people right now.
0: Not everybody can be the Mandalorian, Kate. Some people gotta get their Disney money other places.
1: It's true. wish the Mandalorian would ask me to be the Mandalorian, <laughs> because I am the Mandalorian.
0: <laughs> wish the Mandalorian would ask me to just, you know, hold his helmet. Yeah. Can he be a helmet holder?
1: We make a great helmet holder. <laughs>
0: Just hold that helmet. Yeah. <laughs> then, and then I don't know, Goofy comes and hands me a sack with a dollar sign on it. And I Ooh. say thank you.
1: Oh, can I take care of the baby?
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: I'll be the baby cover. Probably
0: already covered, but I mean, you can hold the diaper bag. I'll hold helmets, you hold diaper bags. And... Yeah, we can do that. All right.
1: And then we can tweet things. Thumbs are free.
0: <laughs> so, yes, uh, this is a reboot of the original 1980s. After school, Monday to Friday type of show. Yeah, you had your Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. You had your Darkwing Ducks. You had See, all that mess.
1: I watched mm. Chip and Dale. Rescue,
0: Rescue Rangers.
1: Chip and Dale you're in danger. Okay. Okay. Anyways, uh-huh. uh, I did not watch Ducktales.
0: Neither did I. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, I'm a, I'm a little bit, you know. I was on the cusp. I was were, I was, aging out at that point. Yeah,
1: um, It was kind of the perfect time for me, yes. but I just didn't like it. And we'll get to that in a second. I also didn't like Darkwing Duck. Very similar reasons why. Mm. Not because I don't like ducks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with the ducks. Um, th- w- what the show does is it keeps that same fun. The writing is incredible. But a lot of kids' shows these days, they've stepped up the writing. Yes.
0: And adds a little bit of a more, like, there are touches of serialization here. Yeah. Ongoing plots. Yes. Things of that sort. It's an origin story, yep. such as it were, in those first few episodes. Um, which is basically, I mean, if you're familiar with DuckTales, it's like Scrooge and the nephews, like, going around the world looking for yep. treasure, getting in adventures, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. Whereas in this, that none of that has happened yet. The nephews yeah. have not even met Scrooge. Yeah. He's just this, like, mythic figure they've heard things about.
1: Yeah. And they don't even know that... He's their uncle.
0: Do they know he's their uncle? No, no,
1: they have no idea.
0: Oh, they right? They find out that yeah. when they're going to go, going to go stay there. I don't. <laughs> we gotta get into this first. Okay. Oh, the, hot, the, the hot take button. What, how'd you like this? It was all right. Yeah. Okay. Same. Same. <laughs> okay. But I definitely liked it more than I ever liked the old one.
1: Oh yeah, even as a kid. <laughs>
0: and here's what this, what this reminded me of. I'm not a Disney person. We all know this. Yep. Fuck Disney. Mm-hmm. Fuck all that, but if there was one Disney character that your man loved, even way back,
1: okay,
0: and to this day apparently still does, uh-huh. is Donald Duck. Really? He's the fucking prick. I love him. Like he's less of a prick in this one and more like his anger issues. Like yeah. The moment. <laughs> so basically, Donald has a job interview. He's unemployed. He's apparently an actual sailor.
1: Yes. Uh- <laughs> yes. No. He doesn't just wear that sailor outfit for fun.
0: He's going. He's going to a, a job interview. Yeah. With what turns out to be the like evil rival Scottish duck owned millionaire company we need to talk about (laughs) okay we'll talk about caitlin probably has opinions about how scottish people are displaying (laughs) the show she wants fair (laughs) duck scottish representation um he's he has a job interview so he leaves the nephews with scrooge to like you know just watch you know just watch the boys for a minute yeah um and it's the moment where he's like trying to staple his resume and he can't and he's like basically setting or when he set his own boat on fire because he had it set up in the pool and he's just wigging out in that Donald Duck wig out way. Yeah. I lulled like (laughs) for some reason Donald always fucking did it for me and the original DuckTales he ain't around he ain't a part of it. No. Cyber apparently later there's a moment where his voice gets fixed and he's the voice of Don Cheadle. Actually? Don Cheadle does Donald Duck's voice later on.
1: Okay so Let's talk about Donald Duck. I have never liked the Donald, Donald Duck voice.
0: The voice. The voice. It's maybe I'm just older. I feel like yeah. I can. It's fucking hard to understand. Like, yeah.
1: It's and it, the fun thing was the way I was watching head subtitles and I was like yes. <laughs>
0: Especially when he's got to convey plot points, right? Yes. Like,
1: um, I just never liked that voice. I never liked Daffy's voice either.
0: Whoa. Whoa. Shots
1: yeah, I don't know. I don't what is your like problem with ducks. ducks. Elmore Fudd's voice. Didn't Shots like to Fudd's. Mel
0: Blank. Jesus.
1: <laughs> Actually, though, well, no, well, that's a conversation for another day. But <laughs> just, anyways.
0: I look forward to that. <laughs> yep. I look forward to that day, friends. Um, I, the voice bothered you.
1: The voice, for some reason. Now, another thing. If you have David Tennant doing a Scottish voice, you need to get another Scottish actor <laughs> wow. to play the evil Scottish <laughs> duck. Because the evil Scottish duck's voice was absurd was not Scottish. It was weird. It grated on my every nerve because you had a real Scotsman playing Scrooge McDuck. If you had didn't have a real Scotsman playing Scrooge McDuck, that would have been fun. It wouldn't have been so noticeable. But everything he said made me angry.
0: I didn't, Ken, this was going to be such a deal, big deal for you. <laughs> Did they make up for that fact when one of the henchma- hench women Was voiced by Jennifer Hale. Um, yes, they did. Did you immediately know it was her? (laughs) her. (laughs) I was like, "Who was she?" She was she was pretty funny, and I'm watching the credits. I was like, "Oh, it was Jennifer Hale." Kate's Kate's gonna know it's that.
1: Um, yes. So I was very very excited because I can just know it's Jennifer Hale now.
0: Um, so yes, our first two episodes are basically the look for the search for the city of Atlantis. Yep. Um, cool. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it was fine. Um, (laughs) it was in the trailer, so I I knew this was coming. But it's like, so also. Uh, what is this is Beakley's relationship? She's like his, his executive assistant or his
1: No her ...maid housekeeper. housekeeper? Okay. She's, she's not his secretary.
0: Okay, Jesus. Um who's quoting her? She has she has a niece.
1: A uh, granddaughter.
0: Granddaughter? Yeah. Oh, it's a granddaughter. I thought yeah. it was a niece. Um this is Webby, who has lived a very sheltered life in In the Duck Manor or yeah. whatever the hell it's called. Um so she's a little spun.
1: <laughs> Love it. A little wigged out.
0: Yeah. Um and when she meets the nephews, she knows they're the nephews immediately. Yeah. And <laughs> just like, which one's the evil nephew? <laughs> and the other two go, do we?
1: <laughs> and he's and just so like, Yeah. Eh.
0: Um
1: so yes, writing really on point, really great writing for the show.
0: <laughs> but yes, I Donald wasn't in the old DuckTales, mm-hmm. so I found his presence here voice and grading notwithstanding. I felt mm-hmm. I felt he added something to it. I liked yeah. having him around he's not a huge part of it. Yeah. And it'll probably be less of a part of it as it goes on. Mm-hmm. But um, the fact that he's there, and it's not this like we have to forget that like <laughs> the shadow of da- of like yes, world famous you know pantheon of Disney characters is hanging over this, but not around. Yeah. Like, that always struck me as weird on the old show. Yeah. Um, I do have to call out the actual moment that made me LOL in the first two episodes. I guess it was the first episode right. when Scrooge like I guess we're a couple. Where it's, where like he finally agrees to like. I guess he refines himself a little bit. He's kind of been, like, just hanging around, not really doing much. Yeah. People think he's a has been, kind of. He used to be this great adventurer, and now he's now he's not. Just kind of hangs around. Um, tries to just kind of, like, lock the boys in a, you know, bathroom or something.
1: It was just in a... It was, like, the attic or something.
0: <laughs> and they get out, and they're looking for, like, his trophy room or whatever, and yep. they find it, and there's all these, like, weird, you know, haunted swords and statues and shit. Yeah. Um. What... Headless man horse? What is yeah.
1: that? His- <laughs> Headless man horse.
0: <laughs> Who can? <laughs> was he? A- was he a ghost too? No,
1: no, he, no, he was a, stat-
0: a- live statue yeah, type of thing. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> there's also a statue of Scrooge. Yeah. That like, it's it goes by so fast, and I know he comes back at other points in the show, but like, a statue of Scrooge ends up landing on where his head should be. Yep. And if you blink, you'll miss it. He like clops his foot. <laughs> <laughs> and a subtitle comes up that says, finally, a freak no longer. <laughs> and he runs <laughs> off. Because <laughs> I remember watching, like, it was in the clip where Donald fixed his voice. I remember going to, Megan, hi, Megan, you're the one who who recommended this. And they're, like, hanging out. And behind behind them, there's, like, this centaur Scrooge head thing. And I'm like, Megan, what was that? And he's like, I was headless this man horse.
1: And the fact that she was probably just like, duh. Like... You really need to be watching this show.
0: And when it's revealed that, you know, the Hall of Treasures is just his garage. garage yes. <laughs>
1: it's like a fucking, yeah. you know,
0: garden hose over there.
1: Um, I am really enjoying Webby and her intensity. <laughs> so, and like.
0: So yeah, the third yeah. episode is the Webby episode where it's like. Yeah. Just the nephews and Webby and they go to like, you know, a Chuck E. Cheese type place. And yeah. she does not know how to live basically because, yes, yeah. yeah, she's very intense. Because she's been led to believe that the world is just something to be feared. Yes. And you must always be prepared. She's always got, like, you know, night vision goggles. There's a ball. She doesn't understand the concept of a ball pit. <laughs> that that sort of thing. Um, you, you enjoyed that? You liked her I, as a character?
1: I really... I, and I really liked the beginning of that episode where she was like this isn't a landing it's your tomb (laughs) like just the crazy intensity and like Scrooge McDuck chuckling (laughs) your tomb (laughs) like just like this is hilarious Um, and just like her taking it you know up that notch the ball pit this is a trap (laughs) like I just love that that craziness Um, and I like that they you know they have their issues with it but they they come around and they want her to just sort of herself yes um i i like that i like that those lessons are still embedded in these episodes <laughs> but the writing is really great like i mean much better than our kid shows oh god yeah um and and i can see why adults would really enjoy this
0: i mean it's a show for children yeah really a show for children but like in the way that most shows for children should strive to have something that like Makes it bearable for the adult watching it with their child. Yes, like you have enough of that there. Even just the, you know, enjoyment of watching David Tennant play Scrooge McDuck, which is which is so, so weird,
1: but it's so but lovely. awesome. Yeah,
0: because as I mentioned before, when I found out he had a podcast, like <laughs> let that man talk to me forever. Like that's
1: yeah. Um, also, you're someone is finally letting David Tennant do a Scottish accent.
0: <laughs> finally. Finally. So I don't know if this is anything I'm ever going to go back to. Same. I mean, it was fine. It was fine to watch. Yeah. I, di- I didn't. Th- there are definitely things that Caitlin has given me when I was like, when will this nightmare end? <laughs> this was not one of those scenarios.
1: Good choice, Megan.
0: <laughs> Good choice, Megan. So uh, solid. I'll give it a seven.
1: Yeah, same. I'll give it 7.5 because I would definitely let my kids watch this
0: yes and yeah. i would recommend it to people who have kids if they're yeah. like you know they're like oh my god all my kid wants to watch is baby shark on repeat type of thing hopefully if your kids can understand ducktales they're not still watching baby shark and you should maybe go to a doctor but
1: um it would just be like a no i just tell them no <laughs> i'm gonna be one of those mean parents that say no to their kids
0: <laughs> sure you are sure you are i am i don't believe you
1: I am. I do not believe you. I'm gonna be a great parent, but I'm gonna be so. You should mean. be a great
0: parent, but you are not going to be the mean parent. There is no way in. I'm gonna be mean.
1: Nope. Yep. You're gonna see. Do I'm gonna see not a video blame. of my kid crying, and I'm gonna be like, "It's because I said no." <laughs> and you're, I'm gonna be like, "See, not even flinching. I may have tears rolling down my my cheek. Yeah, <laughs> but thing. I will not. I will not flinch.
0: Be more agony for you than the child. But yes. Well, that's out there. It is. I don't know where you find it, but. It's out there.
1: There are $2 episodes on like, Google Play. There and you go. YouTube and stuff. So. There you go. Yeah. And there's like a whole season, I think, for like 14 bucks. There you go. If that's how you want to spend your money. That's fine. I'm no uh, who, who am I to judge? Yeah. God. I just,
0: we just talked at the top about where I'm probably going to spend an obscene amount on two records. Yeah. He next could weekend.
1: probably pay to go to Japan again. Shh. Just shh. <laughs> He's just sh- telling me to sh- Oh, sh- no. Sh- He's putting his hand in my hand. <laughs> I'm doing the John Travolta <laughs> face off thing. <laughs> face off thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just shut your face. Um, Oh, by the way, patrons, if you were wondering uh, who would spend one hundred and thirty dollars to get the photo taken with Zachary Levi, the answer is uh, my friend Pops.
1: Yeah, I was very surprised.
0: He wrote a very uh, lovely, you know, caption describing what. Like, I've never seen Chuck. Apparently, Chuck had a had a large Following. Impact on on Pops. He really he really liked that show, so he wished it uh, wouldn't have cost another twenty dollars. Day of, than it would have cost to buy a ticket ahead of time. That is bullshit. <laughs> it's a fucking fan expo. Everything costs more the day of. Ridiculous. Poor Pops. Rolling up with, like, four kids. Day of. That's a lot. A lot? It was a lot. <laughs> it's it a, a lot. And then apparently, uh, you know, within an hour, they were like, we want to go home. <laughs> Pops is like, you fucking drag me down here. <laughs> we're not going home yet. Um, children. Ruining people's lives since time immemorial.
1: Or making them so much better. Because love. (laughs) Friends. Scrooge McDuck knows. (laughs) Worse than Scrooge McDuck. Well, we knew that.
0: (laughs) This is why our episodes go forever. (laughs) Friends, on that note, we're going to pack it up here.
1: Jordan, boy, he's throwing shut, things around. He's shutting notebooks. Shut the notebook. I the no- thought he was about to shut my notebook. <laughs> <laughs> notebook I, have, oh, I will shut oh, your notebook. Oh my God. He's trying to find the page. I don't even know
0: where it ends. Oh, oh God. Jesus Stop Christ. Out I'm of being it. attacked by the notebook.
1: That's what happens when you grab uh, someone's uh, notebook. Anita's
0: flying at me. I don't even know what's happening.
1: She's going to teach me how to take proper minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like under Robert's rules?
1: Uh, it's complicated.
0: All right. If
1: someone wants the hot takes on that.
0: <laughs> Shouts to Anita. If you, want, if you want those proper note takes. Take noting. Whatever. Go hit us up on Twitter. Get up off Twitter. At Geek Down Pod. That's where you can do that. Friends, thank you for hanging with us. We'll be back here next week for, I don't know, something.
1: Yeah, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll
0: figure it out. Thank you for joining us as you do every week. It as always means the world to us. My name is Jordan Ferguson.
1: My name is Caitlin McKinnon. The theme song is by Rob Gasser, and we hope you'll join us next week. Bye. <laughs>
0: it's like i can i can hear energy <laughs> don't ever turn the gain up that high